You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Back to Faith FM's breakfast show. You're here with Mon and Taryn filling in for Lyle. And I just found out something very interesting about you, Taryn. Oh dear. So Lyle is actually away. He's up oh, in okay. Kingscliff, yes, uh, which is like northern New South Wales, and he is teaching at a Bible college called Arise, mm-hmm. um, where he's doing the Daniel and Revelation uh, components yes. of the course. And you just told me you went to Arise. Yes, I did. I went back in 2015, 26, nope, 2013. Wow, there we go. <laughs> so many years that I could have been there and it was 2013. Yeah. I finished school in 2012 and went in and like went to Arise straight after in 2013 at Kingscliff. So you actually got to hear Lyle teaching Daniel Revelation. I did, yes. That's I so remember cool. those classes. I, I had no idea. <laughs> For those of you who are listening and wondering why Tara and I just to be figuring this stuff out. This morning is actually the first morning that Tara and I have ever met each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. It is. And look at how well we've been getting along. I know. I feel like we're new best friends. Exactly. Well, I probably shouldn't say that my best friend is listening to this. <laughs> Sorry, Shell. <No. laughs> Taryn, I am going to hit you with the next clue. Okay, I am ready for this. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to hit you with two clues. Oh, okay. That's I feel exciting. like we're a little bit behind because we got all excited about stuff. Okay. Okay, this is a Who Am I quiz. The first clue was... In Luke 3, verse 38, I am called the Son of God. And the second clue is, in me all die, but in Christ all will be made alive. Mm. In me all die, but in Christ all will be made alive. And our third clue, God cursed the ground because I listened to my wife instead of him. Ooh. Oh. If wow. you think you know who that is, 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text us, 0491-064-669. And uh, if you're on Facebook, um, you know, scrolling your morning away while you're having your wheat bigs, just send us a message on, on Facebook. I was going to say, send us some message on wheat bigs. <laughs> Actually, you yeah, may not get too far. Send us some wheat bigs. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> With some so good. Uh, on Facebook, we are Faith FM Australia, and you can send uh, a message on that. And we will send you the prize of the Soyan Eastern um, Journey of the Spirit CD. And I'm just having a chuckle because my, my best friend just sent me a, an angry face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's definitely listening. <laughs> okay. So, Taryn, um, it's really great that you did get to go to Arise. Mm. I would love to have gone to Arise. I went to a a different Bible college back in, showing my age now, 2009. Wow. 2009. And uh, and, um, actually, Lyle was one of the directors of the college. There you go. But it was called IWEC. It is written Evangelism College. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have an opportunity to attend a Bible college, Bible colleges are often like a short course. Yeah. An intensive This was about three months that I went to Arise. Yeah. About three months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think mine was like six months. There you go. Intensive short courses. But do you know what? 
absolutely life changing experience ever. Same, yeah, same. and it really, really was. You. I think the my favorite thing that I got out of going to Bible college, apart from you know a whole bunch of new, crazy, wonderful, mm. God fearing friends who were actually yes, genuinely interested mm. in your spiritual well being. That's it. Um, but also, it it really equips you in a way that you've never experienced before. Uh, to help you share the gospel. Mm. I think, you know, one thing a lot of Christians lack is the sharing component yes. of their of their, of their uh, faith experience. And so, you know, they, they believe in Jesus, they love Jesus, they go to church, um, you know, they, they do good deeds and stuff. But when it comes to like, like meeting mm. someone at the bus stop or talking to someone at the train or in the supermarket checkout line um, about Jesus, we, we falter because we're like, oh, what do we say? Exactly. I don't want to offend them, that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, and doing an intensive short course at a Bible college, they actually teach you how to do that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. I've heard it said that it's like we're spiritually obese, you know, like we're just eating all of this good spiritual uh-huh. food through reading the Bible and through going to church and through um, listening to awesome sermons and this awesome radio station. But yeah, when it comes to actually exercising and sharing mm-hmm. that, um, a lot of us... We, we don't even know how to start. Yeah. We yeah. both got the truth. Exactly. Yeah. There's that wonderful song, um, be a river, not a reservoir. Mm. So like, yeah, we're like, we're just gobbling it all up, but we're yeah. not sharing. Exactly. We, we need it to flow through us. That's the one. For it to be real because, yeah. you know, flowing water is, you know, healthy, vibrant water. Whereas yeah. like still water is often stagnant and dead. And like, as I'm studying at the moment, um, one of the things that I've found that helps me um, actually learn more information for myself is when I'm teaching it to other people. And I think that's also so true. Like, you know, when we read something in the Bible and we under, like we want to learn it and understand it for ourselves, the best way that we can understand and retain that mm-hmm. knowledge is through sharing it with other people and teaching other people that as well. I could not agree with you more. Mm. In fact, if I really want to learn something, I find a friend and teach it yeah. to them as quickly as possible. Because That's it. It, it, and it's funny how suddenly you're remembering stuff when you have to teach it to someone else. Yes, teaching is by far one of the greatest ways to learn. And speaking of which, let's jump into our encounter with God section. Yes. So we're going to be going through a study. Um, it's on Daniel and Revelation. Uh, it's called Preparation for the End Time. Would you believe, Taryn, 20 million other people are doing this with us every day. Really? Around the world. That's a lot of other people. It's a lot of other people. So it is the same. It's a study guide that everyone can get hold of. You can either download this study guide online or you can go to um, – uh, There's you can buy it in a shop called Better Books and Food. Mm-hmm. It's only like three dollars fifty for this. Oh, it's, it's, it's super like a, cheap. It's a booklet. Yeah, and um, and each day it has um broken down the calendar. So it's like April seventeen and April eighteen mm. and April nineteen, and has a page per day, and it has the study um on it each week, each day of the week, and um and these are sold worldwide. It's not mm. an Australian thing. It's worldwide, and everyone can follow along day by day by day. That's pretty and cool. This is the exact same study that we've decided to do on air uh, every every morning with our listeners, and so there's a it's a family. There's a community of believers and people who are interested in uh, end time events who are doing this study right now around That's the globe. That's awesome. Yeah. So we've been diving into the book of Revelation. Actually, I shouldn't quite say diving in. We've been sort of like scoping around the mm-hmm. outside. I used the analogy of the day that we've sort of been window shopping, looking at the mm-hmm. outside of the book, you know, checking it out. And then we've gone in a little bit and then we've stepped back out and had another look at like sort of the broad picture of it. And um, so far... We have looked at the structure of uh, of Revelations. So we mm-hmm. looked at you know how it's historical, it's es- 
eschatological. eschatological. Man, I cannot say that word. Thank That's goodness a, for theology students. Mm, <laughs> yeah, try writing that one in your essays. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. So that is dealing with uh, end time events. Mm-hmm. And then um, yesterday we also discovered there's another structure to the book of Revelation, a structural layer, and that is built around the Hebrew sanctuary. Mm. And so Kent Kingston uh, came on the show with us yesterday and he was telling us, um, you know, all about what the sanctuary actually mm-hmm. meant because you know is it just a dusty old tent that the hebrews had but no we found out it's so much more than that it's basically a imagery used to describe what jesus does mm-hmm. it's basically like jesus's resume there you go this is what he's done this is what he's doing this is what he's going to do mm-hmm. and you can see it in this sanctuary um Experience, I guess, mm-hmm. what you want to say, and uh, and that there is not only a earthly sanctuary but a heavenly sanctuary yeah. as well. And the sanctuary is all throughout the Book of Revelation, isn't mm. it? We would have you would have touched on a little bit of that yesterday. Yeah, but I guess as we keep going through the Book of Revelation, we're going to see again and again and again elements of the sanctuary just coming up. Absolutely, and this is why it's important to really understand the sanctuary mm. message um, and the sanctuary study. And if you would like to know more about the sanctuary, uh, you can give us a call one eight hundred Faith FM, and um, and we can put you in touch with some specific studies about the uh, the sanctuary. Mm. And um, it's I guess it's almost like I guess it's almost like watching a series of movies, yeah. but starting like halfway down the movie series and not being able to understand all these references and things that happened in the past. Yeah. So understanding the sanctuary is like watching the first movie or reading the first That's book it. in a series. Yeah. So, yeah, going right back to the beginning, yeah. understanding the foundations and exactly. building on that. Yeah, exactly. And so we will often come across sanctuary references, sanctuary imagery um, throughout the book of Revelation and indeed in the entire Bible. So today, um, we're going to be looking at Christ in Revelation, and this is part one. Are you joining me tomorrow? I am. Oh, wow. Okay, good power. So we'll do one and two together. One and two. I love it. Okay. So today, we're going to do part one of um, the study called Christ in Revelation. I think that's such an apt description for Revelation in general, because uh, like, Christ is being revealed through this book of Revelation. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was just about to ask you, like, do you know? Because Revelation, right? Like the root word that would be reveal. Mm. Do you know what in Revelation is actually being revealed? I wonder if our listeners can remember. Can you remember, dear listener, what is being revealed in Revelation? You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. So what's being revealed? Jesus. Jesus is being revealed in Revelation. And I think that that just comes through again and again. But in the very first verse in Revelation, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1. Get your Bibles out. Just waiting for Mon to turn in her Bible. So I'm sure you guys at home are turning in yours as well. But if you're driving, then please don't get out your Bible and turn turn to it. (laughs) Just make a left or a right turn, but don't turn in in your Bible. (laughs) Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1 says, says right here the revelation of who mon jesus christ which god gave wow that's it this is a revelation from jesus christ which god gave him to show his servants the events that must soon take place he sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant john there you go 
Do you know what? It's astounding because people often think that Revelation is just the most complicated, most difficult book to understand. I do. (laughs) I have fallen into that category many times. And yet right there in the very first verse, it says so clearly what this book is all about. And I think that that's a really good point there, Mon, that if people aren't seeing Jesus in the book of Revelation, then they're just missing the point. We're all missing the point. When, you know, when we get caught up in, in trying to understand all of the symbols, and, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. We need to understand those symbols. But mm. if those symbols aren't pointing us to Jesus and aren't leading us to understand more and more about him, mm-hmm. then I think we're missing the point because this whole book is here to introduce us to and to reveal to us more about who Jesus is and what his character is like. Mm. And it's, you know, it's, um, it's not just a revelation about Jesus Christ. Mm. It's a revelation from Jesus yes. Christ. And uh, I think it's interesting to note revelation as a book is in the Bible. Yes. And I know that doesn't sound too astounding, but you have to think, right? Why would the Lord have included revelation in the Bible if he hadn't meant for it to be understood by the people reading it? That's it. That's a really good question. That's a, you know, and that's a challenge to people yeah. who think, do you know what? I'm not going to read Revelation. Yeah. It's, that's just for mm-hmm. Bible scholars and Be- for people exactly. doing degrees and stuff. Because I've talked to a lot of my um, friends and, and a lot of um, people, like a lot of Christians, good, solid, Jesus-fearing Christians mm-hmm. just don't, think that they can understand revelation and so they don't even bother trying does that make sense yeah, like, like it's not for them or exactly something. and it's just they think that it's too hard and so they don't even bother going there and i think that they're just missing out oh, on such a, an amazing revelation of who jesus is mm, yeah they're absolutely missing out and it doesn't it doesn't make any sense there's the God would never put a book in the Bible that was for some in some way for the more elite mm. or for you know the the smarty pants or something like that. You know, if if God put Psalms in the Bible mm-hmm. for us to enjoy because who doesn't love Psalms? Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost cliche when people say Psalms is their favorite book, but you know Psalms yeah. is my favorite book, and I don't care how cliche it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, if if Psalms is in the Bible. And revelations in the Bible, yeah. they should be both read and understood just yeah, as easily as it. each other. Yeah. So we're going to have a, a, a further look um, at Revelation chapter 1, actually. Uh, let's read chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. Okay. And then as we're reading these, we're going to have a look at what these verses, these eight verses, teach us about Jesus. Mm. Did you want to have a read? Yeah, I can read this. Okay, so Revelation chapter 1 and verses 1 through to 8. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth. 
to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Wow. It's so beautiful. I don't know why people want to shirk away from I this. Know. It's so beautiful. What beautiful language there. Hey, beautiful promises indeed. Oh, in so many promises. Yeah. I mean, even just from the jump off, you know, in verse three, God blesses the one who reads the word yes. of this prophecy to the church and he blesses all who hear its message and obey what it says. Like, So you are blessed this morning from hearing this. You just, you've been blessed reading it. <laughs> I out, have. And our listeners have been blessed hearing it. That's it. It's like boom, boom, double blessing right there. <laughs> That's right. Why do people shy away from this book? What a better way to start our day than to be blessed by Jesus, right? Absolutely. And I think this, you know, not only are we studying about the preparation for the end time, but this is a fabulous book for it because the great news here is that amid all the, you know, the chaos and the confusion Mm. on earth right now, we can have assurance that our loving Lord and Savior has ultimate control. Mm. Um, You know, it says here, you know, (coughs) excuse me. That he's faithful witness to um, to things. He's the first to rise from the dead, and he's the ruler of all the kings in the world. Mm. He has absolute control. He does. Even when we think that the world is going out of hand, spinning out of control, um, the presidents may not be in a line with our um, logical thinking. But you know, Jesus is still in control of this. He is the one that raises up kings and removes kings. It's him that ultimately is in power here. So it's not at all a scary book. It's absolutely a very assuring book. That's it. It's a book full of promises. And uh, and there in verse five, um, it's actually given a, a you know a pretty clear reference to Christ as the Redeemer. Mm. So verse five. I'm just going to read verse five again as soon as my finger falls on it. And from Christ Jesus, He is the faithful witness to all these things. He is the first to rise from the dead. It's do you know? I think of all the things that we need on this world so much is hope. Mm. We absolutely need hope. When people lose hope, it's almost like they lose their will to live. Yeah. Like yeah. hopelessness is a is is a terrifying and it is a terrible and mm-hmm. it's and I think also what makes hopelessness so sad is that the cure is so simple. Yeah. I think, you know, if the cure if the if the antidote so to speak was complicated or, or hard, you know, it wouldn't be so tragic. Mm. But because because it is so is simple and easy to to fix so to speak it just makes it so much more tragic you know we um this text that we just read it you know it points to christ's um atoning death mm. as it were on the cross yeah and that he's not only like justified us but he sanctified us as yeah. well um which you know we can read about let's read about that 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 sanctification and that justification um let's turn to first corinthians chapter 6 and verse 11 First Corinthians chapter six, was it? Yep. And verse eleven. Eleven. Do you want to read that one for us? I will. First Corinthians chapter six. Tuning in our Bibles or scrolling in your Bibles if you're <laughs> on your phone or on your device. And verse eleven. Okay, I've got it here. Do you want me to read it? Go ahead. Okay, and such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. 
There are some big words there, Mon. Mm-hmm. Hey, justified and sanctified. What do those words actually mean? Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I like how you're the theology student and you've asked me what justification yep. and sanctification mean. <laughs> That's so cruel. <laughs> I tell you what. I'll do sanctification if you do justification. Oh, sure. Okay, you start. Okay. Well, when I was little, I um, my mom was reading the Bible to us. She'd sit us down for worship every morning and she'd um, get out and we'd just read a few verses. And one day we came across the word justified and I didn't know what it meant at all. And so this was how she explained it to me. Mm-hmm. She said, Taryn, justification or justified means, if you think about it like this, just as if I'd never sinned. And so that's exactly what Jesus does. He washes us in his blood and he makes us justified. Before the Father, when we have the blood of Jesus covering us, our sins are washed away and it's just as if I'd never sinned. I like that very much. I thought so. I liked it too. Spot the theology student (laughs) in the room. Well, that was from my mom and she is not a theology student, but she is amazing. We need mums like that. We need mums like that. Well, sanctification is to make holy. Yes. To become holy and to set apart for a particular use, a particular work, Mm -hmm. uh, a special purpose or work and then... um, Yeah, I don't really have any cute stories. Do you have any cute stories? I I don't either. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Well, we're going to have a song break. This is Jaden Lavig, Blessed Assurance, and we'll come right back with the rest of our encounter with God. This is my story 
Welcome back to Faith FM Australia. You're here with Mon and Taryn. We are filling in for Lyle, who is away teaching Daniel Revelation, but don't fear because we're here teaching David That's Daniel Revelation. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been looking at Revelation chapter 1, verses uh, 1 to 8, and we're now going to have a look at what these verses teach us about Jesus. Mm. I think we read through it, and there were so many descriptive words about oh, Jesus so many. that I wanted to touch on, but I was like, oh, I've got to keep reading through this. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to dive right in and have a look at what, what like what Don't character about you. Jesus does this show us today? Don't Mon? let me stop you. Go okay, on. well, let's have a look. Hey, um, so we go down to verse five, which we've talked about already, but I just want to um, have another look at. And it says, from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. What's What does that, what does that mean, Mon? What's that yeah, all about? Who's a faithful witness? I don't know. Like when you go into a courtroom mm-hmm. and you have the judge residing and then there's the prosecutor and the defendant and, you know, the per- person on trial there and they bring up witnesses. Mm-hmm. So many of those witnesses, I know they're meant to tell the truth, but in fact, I'm sure they are not telling the truth at all. Absolutely. But here we have the, uh, right here in Revelation, a statement about Jesus. He is the faithful witness. So everything that comes out of the word of Jesus is absolutely true. And can be we trusted. Can, and can be trusted. That's it. We can hedge up all our bets on him. And um, we can know that he is the one that will fulfill his promises. And let me tell you, Mon, there are a lot of promises in this book of Revelation. That a lot in the, yeah. happening in this first eight verses. That's it. So um, as we keep going down, we find out more about Jesus. So we've seen that he is a faithful witness. We can trust him. We can believe him. Um, We looked at um, how he is the ruler over kings of the earth. Um, To him, it goes on in verse five, who loved us and washes us from our sins. Mm. You know, he loves us so much. That is another thing that we can just fully believe that he loves us and he washed, he justified us and he sanctified us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He made us holy. Um, and he, it says here that he has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. What does that mean, Mon? It sounds like he's really elevating our status right there. Mm. Like, I would, I mean, he's made us a kingdom of priests. Like, wow. That's, that's wow. insane, isn't it? I don't deserve that. Neither do I. Not at all. And yet he, you know, that's what he does he wants us to f- he made he puts us in positions of of importance because of how much he loves us you know he wants us to mm, because we are important to that's him. it mm. we are so important he died for us um and he wants us to know that and appreciate that it goes on in verse eight and it says that he is the alpha i am the alpha him speaking i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end says the lord who is and who was and who is to come the almighty now mon have you ever studied any greek Never in my life. Kalimera. That means hello in Greek and that's all I've got. There you go. Oh, well, I uh, studied Greek last year. Oh, you poor thing. Uh, yep. I was studying Greek and Hebrew at the same time. Oh, mercy. That wasn't fun. And my friends at Avondale College are doing their mid-semester Greek test today. So I really feel for them. We should I pray really and do. Laugh. Yeah, that's it. You pray and, and thank the Lord that I did that last year yeah. and don't have to do it again this year. <laughs> but, um, you know, in the Greek alphabet, alpha is the first letter and omega is the last letter. And so what Jesus is saying here is he's reiterating again. He's saying, I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. And um, Mon, like when I'm thinking about that, I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about their life, you know, like, Mm. um, 
two of the main questions they have is how did I get here and why am I here? Yeah, what you am know, I doing? What am I doing here? And I think that all of the answer to that just is really founded and wrapped up in this, you know? When we look to the past, we see Jesus. When we look to the future, we see Jesus. At the very beginning of time, there was Jesus. And at the very end of time, when I am, you know, you know, dead and buried in the ground and, you know, there is Jesus again. You know, the first thing that we will see when we're raised to life again is Jesus. So there is nothing to fear for the future. There's nothing to worry about the past because in the past was Jesus and in the future is Jesus. And this is why Revelation is not a scary book. It's a hope-filled, hope-fueled book. And I actually love uh, verse 7, you know, when it says, look, he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him. And, you know, this is this is something that, that teaches us more about Jesus as well, because this is central to the whole Christian faith. Mm. Central to the whole Christian faith is the fact that there's a promise of Christ's return. Mm. You know, with these clouds, these clouds of heaven, um, Jesus will come again. It's, it's a literal return and an event that the whole world is going to witness. It says every eye is going to see him. And it's an event that once... Um, and for all the ends of it ends suffering, it ends chaos. It, it you know mm. the ruin of this world, and it, it ushers in the promises of eternity. That's it. You know, all the beautiful promises that we've been given throughout the Bible. Mm. That's the start of them. Yeah, you know, exactly. No more crying. You know, no more sickness. Mm. No more death. That's when everything kicks yeah. off. And I love how the book of Revelation starts with that, as well as finishes with it. Absolutely, because you know it's it's. Like Jesus is just giving us like a little glimpse of what he's like. Okay, so you might find some of the stuff in here a little bit intimidating. Mm-hmm. You might be a little bit scared by the things that I'm going to tell you are is like I got a coming, but. Don't worry, this is the end goal exactly. here. I'm coming back again and I'm doing away with all of this. And you don't need to worry about it. Just look forward to that event. He starts the book that way. He finishes that book that way. It's almost yeah. like he gives us a hope sandwich. He does. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I love it. With some really meaty bits in the middle. Some very <laughs> meaty bits in the middle. Some stuff we have to chew on. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to chewing on more of this Um with you, uh, not just today, but also tomorrow, because you're helping me out tomorrow. I am. Lyle. And uh, I do want to share a little quote that I have. This is uh, from a book. It's called In Heavenly Places. It's mm. a book written by a lady called uh, Ellen White. She's one of my favorite writers. She is pretty cool. She's very cool. She's actually a pioneer of this local area, would you believe? She pioneered mm. a lot of uh, industry and business in uh, in the Hunter region. There you go. And um, this book... In heavenly places, I have an excerpt. It's from page 49, but this is what it says. Christ is ready to receive all who come to him in sincerity, but he will not tolerate one particle of pretense or hypocrisy. He is our only hope. He is our alpha and omega. He is our sun and our shield, our wisdom, our sanctification, our righteousness, only by his power can our hearts be kept daily in the love of God. Mm. I love, especially Beautiful. Love, he's our sun, our shield, yeah. our wisdom, our sanctification, our righteousness. Why would we not want to know mm. more about Christ Jesus? So true. And the book of Revelation reveals his character mm. to us. Yeah. This is where we find out about this sun, this shield, the, the wisdom, the sanctification, the righteousness. And it's only by his power that our hearts can be kept daily in mm. the love of God. We often wonder why we're so powerless to overcome. Yeah. It's because our hearts need to be kept daily That's in it. the love of God. Yeah. You need to be there's a wonderful analogy in the Bible that talks about, you know, the the vine and the branches of the mm. vine. We need to be like 
if Christ is the tree, we need to be like branches that are grafted onto the tree. That's it. That we become part of that tree so our hearts can stay in the love of God mm. every day. Well, thank you for sharing with us this morning. Yeah, Tara. that was great. Yeah. I loved that discussion. Really looking forward to, to tomorrow. We're going to do Christ in Revelation Part 2. Part 2. Part 2. Very exciting. And uh, we hope that you can tune in with us. And uh, Taryn, why don't you lead us out with a closing prayer mm, for today's I'd love Bible to. study? Father in heaven, Lord, thank you so much that Jesus, you are revealed all throughout Revelation. Lord, it's such... Um, a, a tough book to understand at times, but we know that when you are with us, that we can understand it. You have given us it to us so that we can understand and to know more about you, Jesus, and your character. So we just um, pray, Lord, that you will remind us of these things that we learned today and share with us more about who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We hope you had a wonderful Bible study with us. If you have any questions, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. You can ask the question of the day. We're now going to have a song. This is Fernando Ortega, Let the Words of My Mouth, which is based on Psalm 19. Let the words of my mouth be pleasing to you, pleasing to you. The meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, pleasing to you. Oh Lord, my strength.
Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM. This is a breakfast show with Mon and Taryn. And we have a question that has come through for our Q of the D, as I like to call it, our question of the day, which, by the way, dear listener, you can ask at any point. You can give us a call any time of day and uh, and ask the question of the day, and we will save it up and uh, answer it in our oncoming shows. So 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number if you have a question. You can even just send it to our fa- uh, fa- uh, Facebook. <laughs> our Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Hey, that's a really cool thing. <laughs> I have a Facebook. It's called The Bible. That's it. <laughs> Faith FM Australia. Now, the question we've had, we were talking uh, earlier about um, justification and sanctification. We touched briefly mm, on those. They're very big words, Mon. And uh, yeah, <laughs> super big, confusing <laughs> words. And uh, and you did tell us a wonderful story about, um, you know, the definition of sanctification. Mm. And so our question that came through is, um, sorry, the definition of justification. Mm. And our question that came through is how exactly does one become justified? Because justification, you described it as like a forgiveness of sin. So how does one become Forgiven. That's a really good question. And um, when I think of that question, like how does one become forgiven? How does one become washed in the blood of Jesus and their fi- their sins forgiven so that they can stand in the presence of the Father and, and be seen as perfect? And um, it reminds me of a verse in 1 John, not the Gospel of John, but the book of 1 John, chapter 1 and verse 9. And it says if we can... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think Ooh. I know this off by heart. Oh, go Test on. me, test yes, me. Yes, I will. If we confess our sins, mm-hmm. he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Ah, oh, good yes. work, Mon. Round of applause yeah, for thank you. you. Thank you. So what does that mean then, Mon? Oh, hang on, wait. If we confess us. So mm-hmm. it's like a transaction. We confess our sins mm-hmm. and God is the faithful one. We're not the faithful That's one. That's right. We're the faithless one. We are faithless. God is faithful to, if we confess our sins, to forgive us our sins. Mm-hmm. And cleanse us. That's it. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you teach kids memory verses. <laughs> they remember They remember them. it. That's R- right. them in our hearts. That's right. That's I, do you know where I learned that? Where? Pathfinders. Oh, Pathfinders, for those of you who aren't sure, it's a bit like Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts mm-hmm. or Girl Guides, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it is a, a Christian-based organization, mm. Pathfinders. Wonderful place to send your kids. And as we just saw, it teaches Mon's Bible verses, so it can teach your kids Bible verses know, too. And that was like, <laughs> what, like 30 years ago or there something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so take us through that verse again. Read it yeah. from the Bible one more time. That's it. So if we are faithful – oh, sorry – if we, conf- I mean, if we confess our sins, wow, I'm getting confused. If we confess our sins. So all we have to do, Mon, is go to Jesus and say, Jesus, I am so sorry. I stuffed up. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I did. You know it. I know it. And from the bottom of my heart, I am sorry. It says that he is faithful and just. Um, you know, there's another Bible verse in First Timothy that says, um, if, we re- if we are faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself and Mm. that's it he's faithful to forgive us our sins Mm. and not just to forgive us for that one time but to cleanse us from all unrighteousness which means you know there is hope that we don't have to fall back into that sin again because he will cleanse us from that and remove that desire from our heart Um, and that is who he is he is faithful and just to forgive us for that and we need to and we need to trust once we've confessed our sins to him we need to trust in his faithfulness that's it and in his justice to forgive mm-hmm. us of our sins and just remove that and that's I think that's often where a part where we fail we you know we confess but then you know we don't quite trust that he's taking yeah. care of it and we keep you know going over we it doubt and, him don't we and, you know it plays in our mind mm. and it ends up shaping a, a part of who we are which is sad but yeah that's that's justification in a nutshell that is first on one nine um, we're gonna have another song break and after that we're 
we're going to come back with our free giveaway, which you're going to enjoy because I'm going to send you over to the other yes. side of the studio right now to pick out a free giveaway. Get your phones ready. 1-800-FAITH-FM. If you're the first person to call through, Blessed you can get this song. assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Salvation Purchase of God Born of His Spirit Washed in His blood This is my story This is my song Praising my Savior Said my 
Excited, mom. <laughs> it's time to give free stuff away. Oh, isn't that just the best part of your oh, day? Giving so free good. stuff away. I love it. I love it. Free <laughs> is my all time favorite form oh, of word. Same. <laughs> As a poor student, hey, I will take How anything free? free that I can get. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a poor student, get your phone out right now. That's it. <laughs> or if you're not a poor student, get your phone out right now. <laughs> what did you choose from the box? Well, Mon, I was listening to you tell me just before about how Ellen White was one of your favorite authors and I love her stuff too and I think our listeners will love her stuff and so when I went into your little box of goodies Uh I found a really cool book called The Story of Hope by Ellen White I know that's what I thought as we were reading through Revelation and about how there is so much hope there hope sandwich it is I was like what a perfect way to finish our day by giving away a book by Ellen White your favorite author about the story of hope you're a good giveaway picker i think so too you should should have me back tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) funny you mentioned that (laughs) if you would like to get a copy of the story of hope by ellen white you are by all means welcome to have it for free just be the first person to call through 1-800-FAITH-FM it's 1-800-324-843 you can text us 0491-064-669 you can even message us on our facebook (laughs) not our facebook but our facebook Facebook <laughs> on Faith FM Australia. Taryn, thank you so much for picking that out and thank you so much for being on the show No today. worries, Mon. It was a pleasure being here. I'm so glad that I had someone so wonderful to help me out with Lyle's absence. And you'll be back tomorrow morning, which I'm very excited about. I will. And uh, stay tuned. We have some more great programming coming up now. We have uh, Matt and Josie Minicus with Gentle Jesus is our next song. And, uh, and we will be back tomorrow morning right after the 7 o'clock news. We will. Brian Shiny, and we hope you have a wonderful blessing. Wednesday. Stay grateful and give us a call if you have a question. 1-800-FAITH-FM
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
God has already done isn't enough for you, nothing's going to be enough for you. Because it's meant to be real. And real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a loose cannon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got back up. Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you believe. Hi, this is Luke from oztabletalk.com.au. Please join myself and some of my closest friends as we explore our faith through conversation, Bible study, interviews, and more. You can find us online at oztabletalk.com.au. That's oz as in Australia, A-U-S, tabletalk.com.au. Looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. I'm so glad that's recorded because I want to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Someone called it a care package there. <laughs> wow. <laughs>